course of discipleship for the BFC family. Our reading today comes from Hebrews chapter 10, verses 1 through 18. And the word of the Lord says this, For since the law has but a shadow of the good things to come instead of the true form of these realities, it can never by the same sacrifices that are continually offered every year make perfect those who draw near. Otherwise, would they not have ceased to be offered since the worshipers, having once been cleansed, would no longer have any consciousness of sins? But in these sacrifices, there's a reminder of sins every year. For it's impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. Consequently, when Christ came into the world, he said, Sacrifices and offerings you have not desired, but a body you have prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sin offerings you have taken no pleasure. And then I said, Behold, I have come to do your will, O God, as it is written of me in the scroll of the book. And when he said the above, you have neither desired nor taken pleasure in sacrifices and offerings and burnt offerings and sin offerings. These are offered according to the law. Then he added, Behold, I have come to do your will. He does away with the first in order to establish the second. And by that will, We have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. And every priest stands daily at his service, offering repeatedly the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But when Christ had offered for all time a single sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God, waiting from that time until his enemies should be made a footstool for his feet. For by a single offering, he has perfected for all time those who were being sanctified. And the Holy Spirit also bears witness to us. For after saying, this is the covenant that I will make with them, after those days, declares the Lord, I will put my laws in their hearts and write them on their minds. Then he adds, I will remember their sins and their lawless deeds no more. Where there is forgiveness of these, there is no longer any offering for sin. This is the word of the Lord. I want to talk to you today about once for all. We're coming up on Easter, our once-a-year Christian celebration that reminds us of the sacrifice of Christ for us. Isn't it interesting to compare our New Testament reminder of Christ's sacrifice with the Old Testament laws of sacrifice that foreshadowed it. Perhaps the most notable thing about the Old Testament sacrificial system was the way that those sacrifices never seemed to end. Someone, it seems, was always having to repeat those sacrifices day in and day out, month after month, year after year. The system was so demanding, we're told, that the priests serving in the temple didn't even have time to sit down. Over and over again, dreary day after weary year, somebody was always standing at the altar, sacrificing an unwilling animal for the sins of the people. We may feel relieved that we no longer have to meet the law's demands, and well we should. Those sacrifices no longer must be offered because Christ has come and offered himself once for all 
in sacrifice for all who put their faith in him. This long passage from Hebrews may be simply explained. Every year, the people of God were required to come to the temple in Jerusalem to enact the Day of Atonement. That was the day in the seventh month of their religious calendar when the people were required to fast and pray and wait. Wait for what? For their sins to be taken away. On the Day of Atonement, the priest would offer a sacrifice to God asking for the sins of the people to be forgiven, asking for the nation to be cleansed. They came year after year and made the sacrifice, only that sacrifice couldn't take away the people's sins. It couldn't take it away because, as we're told here, those sacrifices can never make perfect those who draw near. The Day of Atonement ceremonies each year could do no more than remind the people of the fact that something, Something had to be done about sin. But that was all the ceremonies could do, was to remind people that they needed a solution for sin. It all seemed so futile. Draw near, time after time. Make the sacrifice, year after year. But the conscience never got relief. The guilt was never taken away. But God had a plan. In verses 5 through 7, we get to listen in on a conversation. It's between the pre-existent Christ and his Father. And in this conversation, the pre-existent Christ spoke to his Father about the need for sins to be taken away. He spoke to him about that before coming into the world. These verses in Hebrews are a quotation from Psalm 40. It reads like this, Consequently, when Christ came into the world, he said, Sacrifices and offerings you have not desired, but a body you have prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sin offerings you have taken no pleasure. And then I said, Behold, I have come to do your will, O God, as it's written of me in the scroll of the book. Here, Jesus agreed with the Father that he would go willingly and do the Father's will. And what was the Father's will? God willed, that something be done about sin in his people, once for all. One sacrifice to end all sacrifices. And Jesus willingly came to make that sacrifice. There's no need for anything more, because once for all, Jesus paid it all. As you prepare for Easter, remind yourself of the miracle. Because of Jesus' one sacrifice for us, our sins can be forgiven forever. Our past sins, our present sins, even our future sins, washed away in the blood of the Lamb once for all. What a Savior! What a sacrifice! Let's pray. Jesus, thank you that we no longer must repeat the unavailing sacrifices of the Old Testament year after year. Thank you that because of your once-for-all sacrifice, our sins have been dealt with forever. Your grace really is amazing. Hear our prayer of gratitude because we come in your name. Amen. Thanks for joining us again today. Remember, the sacrifice of Jesus for us was once for all.